to the J. Kim Show, Hong Kong's first dedicated podcast on investing in Asia. Join us as we survey the land and discover the greatest companies and most profitable investment opportunities in Asia. If this is your first time listening, thank you for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week with the goal of providing actionable insights to you, the listener, with every single episode. And now, on to the show. This week's show guest is Pascal Henry, co-founder and CEO of HR Easily. HR Easily is a Singapore-based HR tech startup that provides HR solutions such as payroll processing, leave management, claims applications, and more on a software-as-a-service platform that operates across several countries in Asia. Pascal, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. So uh, why don't you just give a little bit of a background introduction to our audience, uh, you know, who you are, where you're from, and how you ended up becoming a startup entrepreneur. Okay. Um, I'm Pascal Henry. I'm the co-founder and CEO of HR Easily. I was uh, actually born and raised in uh, Sabah and uh, spent uh, most of my early life in uh, Sabah and eventually found myself in uh, London uh, in my early 20s, started a recruitment company after... Um, various, uh, you know, jobs and internships uh, across the Asian region and European region, and uh, eventually made the move back to Asia and ended up in Singapore, where eventually I started up HR Easily with my fellow co-founders. Sorry, you, you're from Sabah, which is is that the the, the is it an island? Uh, yes, it's on it's on the island of Borneo. So I come from right. a town called uh, Kota Kinabalu. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's. Uh, I, I, I've never been there, but um, it's uh, yeah, it's a nice it's a nice place. <laughs> yes, you definitely have to um, go there. It's uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's the what's the closest place to fly in from? Um, you can fly directly from uh, Hong Kong to uh, Kota Kinabalu, actually. Right, right. It takes around um, less than two hours, I think, or just like two hours and fifteen minutes, maybe. Right, right, right. Got it. Okay, and so uh, you, so you were always sort of in uh, recruitment slash uh, human resources, I suppose. Yes. Okay. So, so was there something in particular that uh, made you realize, uh, like a pain point or or something about the industry that you that you saw? Was there a moment where you kind of had the light bulb moment where you were like, "Hey, you know what? I think that I can do this better if I uh, if I do a startup myself." Uh, yes. So what actually happened was uh, when I was running my uh, my startup in uh, Singapore, um, mm-hmm. I had to do a lot of manual processes myself, and you know I I felt you know the pain and especially the drain in terms of uh, what it took out of me to do that when I should have been uh, out building my business. So I actually right. did go out and look for solutions that would help me for that, and and then I realized there was a gap in the market. And, you know, I thought about it a lot, discussed it with, we eventually become my co-founders. And when, of course, as all good ideas over a beer, um, we decided, yep. like, let's do it. <laughs> and, you know, the rest is history. Right. So, uh, and your co-founders were all also from, I guess, recruiting backgrounds, HR slash recruiting? Actually, no. Um, so our CTO, uh, Theo, he comes from uh, a tech background. So he's always been a programmer. He's uh, done a lot of work in uh, Singapore, some in Indonesia, and he's built, uh, you know, a lot of things related to HR as well. And uh, one of our other co-founders, Sharon, she's actually a chartered accountant, which is good because in, in the field we are. We need a lot of that knowledge as well. And Absolutely. the other two co-founders, one's um, a corporate lawyer. So uh, a lot of the payroll also has to do with a lot of um, legality. 
So that also comes to play. And another one of our founders, Desmond or so, um, so he is very good in ops as well. So it all Mm -hmm. came together and I'm a bit of the BD side. So it all kind of like, you know, clicked together. So yeah, it's good. Good recipe. That's a good uh, team you have there. You're just missing a doctor. I mean, uh, yes. you have, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you've got the lawyer, the accountant. Hey, you never know. Says. You never know. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, so Pascal, why don't you tell us? Uh, I mean, okay, you have a pretty, uh, I guess, uh, uh, easy to discern, discern, discernible name, uh, HR easily. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I imagine that it's exactly what it sounds like. But why don't you just give us a, an overview of what your company does? What are the different uh, verticals that, uh, you know, services it provides? Um, and, and what is sort of the, what is your sort of mission statement, if you will? Okay, so um, our mission statement is actually to innovate and automate HR throughout the region. And uh, in terms of what we do um, and what we are, so uh, we're actually one of the fastest growing cloud-based HR SaaS companies in the region. And basically, all our modules and our features are aimed, you know, to transform that manual HR processes and automate them and making it accessible anytime, anywhere, um, unlike the legacy systems that a lot of people still use in the region. And, you know, in terms of that, our modules uh, basically cover the payroll, the staff, the leave, the, the contract templates, the time in attendance, uh, and we're building, you know, more and more. So uh, we started out with just, you know, payroll in the beginning and leave. And, you know, now we have seven products and modules and, you know, we're releasing, you know, scheduling next year. So we're, you know, we're getting better and better and faster and faster at it as well. Right. So uh, maybe you could uh, maybe you could give us a little bit of the of, of a background uh, for those who aren't familiar. I'm, I myself personally, I'm not familiar. I mean, I've worked in large corporations mm-hmm. in the past, and always, there's always been an HR department that yep. basically uh, you don't really know what goes behind those doors, <laughs> yes. but you, you know that when you get called by them, it's probably not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe you could give us a little a quick overview of what the What's the traditional landscape uh, of HR, that department? What, you know, what are the different functions that it handles? Uh, and then uh, what, what are the areas that your company now can provide on the software as a service platform? Okay, so I think maybe just to, to make it into, you know, an easier to, you know, to look at uh, example. Mm-hmm. Um, previously, a lot of the uh, businesses, for example, especially if you're a regional business, they used to use a local um, solution in each country that looked after a particular silo of a HR department. So you'd have one, one system to manage your payroll calculations, one to manage your leave, and one right. to manage, you know, the, the other ones as well. So what happens is that you'd have to log in, log out to many, many various systems. And That's these right. systems cost a bomb. You know, they used to cost sure. uh, like crazy amounts of money. And what we've done is um, we actually built a software that is very affordable and that integrates with uh, all the modules. So basically your time in attendance, your leave, your overtime, all that actually integrates to your payroll. So everything just works as a unified platform. So instead of your HR department going through your Excel files and your your legacy softwares and then having to spend hours and days bringing it all together, uh, we just, you know, some of the companies that, you know, have, you know, a simple payroll and leave, they just, you know, a click of a button, a couple of minutes, you're done with payroll and they can concentrate on, you know, more important things as well. Right. Okay. So that makes sense. So it's it's basically a one-stop shop solution that covers uh, what traditionally was uh, 
was completely separate uh, software packages that a company would probably have to purchase or license uh, for for various things such as payroll, leave, uh, and, and this sort of thing. Right? Yeah, but we'd like to say that we you know we're here to enable the HR department as well. So you know a lot of people you think like oh you know all these automation actually you know will replace you know um, staff or you know mm-hmm. people that do that. But actually, what we do is we actually enable that HR admin or any a business owner that you know has to do this on his own we enable to do them more efficiently and you know they can do it on the go as well so then you know they are able to do other things so this is never about replacing the HR but enabling it to be more efficient right okay so yeah so making making them more making them better at their job uh, basically <laughs> so uh, yeah giving i love them the it. proper uh, tools giving them the proper tools i'm sure a lot of them ha- are very good at their jobs <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh and uh and you're it's purely a, a it's a SaaS product so yes. it's essentially um what what's the can you run through sort of the business model? Is it a, a licensing model where you basically pay, pay an annual fee to, to license the, the software? So um, we, we run monthly or yearly subscriptions depending mm-hmm. on you know how how they want to you know go about the billing. But we right. also give uh, free products as well. For example, we ha- in each country that we're in, we have a lighter version of payroll so that they can be you know they can adhere to all the government uh, you know rules and regulations and then we have you know all the you know premium version of our payroll we have all the add-ons like the leave and time attendance mm-hmm. so in terms of that uh, one of our um, current you know revenue modules is the subscription base so right. uh, we are also launching our staff benefits platform uh, next year uh, which which we're very excited about so then you'll be able to you know uh, actually acquire you know, a company or sort of like a group insurance or, you know, you can do apply for, you know, better rate loans and stuff like that. So, you know, we, mm-hmm. we're, we're starting with, you know, the traditional HR first and then we're going into staff benefits so that we can also cater not only to the business, but to the employees, which are important to them as well. Got it. Okay. So uh, let's di- let's drill down a little bit deeper, uh, Pascal. Mm-hmm. What are the different uh, silos or verticals uh, that your company hr easily now provides under one that one suite if you will okay so in terms of uh, like product wise so mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. payroll so payroll uh, takes care of you know all your calculations your mandatory contributions in in all the countries so we localize right. in each country so for example if in singapore it's cpf and mpf in hong kong or epf in malaysia so we do the calculations we generate the files in, in the countries where there is integration we integrate with uh, the, the contribution fund uh, portals and we also generate the end of the year tax as well for the employees so that becomes not only your your only your payroll but it also generates your your tax files which usually were done manually in the past right so then okay. the the next module which is a very important one is the the staff or an employee module so the mm. staff module is where you ha- have a repository of all your staff information their profile their work history and everything about them so in certain countries also this comes becomes very important where you know there must be you know actual records of your employment history uh, and the employee has to keep it as well for example in singapore this is required so this is very important to the businesses as well right and then we have the leave module which you know takes care of your leave and you know public holidays and mm-hmm. your you know paid or unpaid leave and it integrates directly to the payroll 
Right. Then we have, of course, the claims module, and the claims module, of course, you know, goes hand in hand, you know, with the payroll modules because you know when you have a claim, usually when you have your you get your salary, you know, they process the claims, uh, you know, at the same time, or even if they want to do it, you know, uh, outside of the normal payroll cycle, they can do it as well as a standalone product. That's like your expenses and this Correct. sort of thing. Correct. Right. So our mobile app, you can take the pictures and upload it, and then it goes directly to the approver, and then the approver ah. will review it, and then you know they'll approve it or reject it, and you know it goes back to the employee either way. Oh, it's like uh, it's like Expensify that yes. that app. Yes. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> That's awesome. It's all all wow. Okay. All right, and then and then we we have a time uh, a time and attendance module. So the time and attendance module, uh, which has you know, a few features in it, uh, the, one of the interesting things is that we have this ability to consume uh, data from uh, legacy uh, hardware like thumbprint machines or gantry machines because. Now, countries like um, Indonesia, Malaysia, or um, other countries that have a lot of manufacturing, they have a lot of um, old systems or systems that bought five years ago, for example, and mm-hmm. they actually clock in, clock out via you know a, a punch card or a you know tap in, <laughs> tap out, and right. this generates a file which is just kept in that system, and then they manually you know put an Excel file or you know calculate it, and then it goes to the person that runs payroll. So what we do is we actually integrate that so that so we consume that data and automatically push it to payroll so they don't mm. have to do that anymore. And on our app we also have our own clock in clock out system which has facial recognition and you know GPS tagging. So um, anyone with you know that mobile app can use it to clock in clock out as an employee or the the company can actually use our kiosk version and they can actually just put it in the office and it becomes you know in a in a very affordable way. Oh, so it's actual. It's like a, hard, a piece of hardware that. Well, it's actually a software which makes any any smartphone or tablet uh, to become the conduit or the hardware for the oh. clock in clock out. Wow. So okay. It makes it uh, cheaper, so you don't need to buy the thumbprint machines or you know have sure. to maintain that you know, the big gantry machines. Right, and, right, we, right. and we also have um, a contract module, which is contract templates as well, which we actually give free with our with our staff module. So basically, this contract template for any business owner, they can just use it, add or remove any clauses, add any details they want, and generate a letter of offer in the contract um, digitally to their employees. Mm. Wow, incredible. Okay. Um, So that was basically, was that five or six different, I think it was six different things you mentioned just now, right? Um, six and we also have um, we have a a module that actually does um, digitization of documents. So mm-hmm. in terms of the digitization of documents, we, we actually um, encourage and we help the SMEs actually upload all the documents so that all the documents can be online and accessible. Right. Okay. So it's almost like a, like a Dropbox type. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is incredible, Pascal. It, it's, uh, you've, you're actually, you've actually uh, figured out how to aggregate a lot of different uh, solutions within one umbrella. I love it. Yeah, we're getting a lot of things right. We're still working on it. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds like you guys are definitely on the right track. I mean, I'm just thinking about, um, you know, yeah, I, uh, so, so here's a little bit of background. So I, I joined a, a new launch hedge fund about four years ago and, okay. um, we outsource a lot of our, our, our stuff. You know I mean? We have, a, we have a small back office, but being a startup, um, you know, we have a very lean team, yep. but eight of us in the office. Um, and on the non-investment side, we basically have a COO, 
mm-hmm. uh, a head of operations and uh, an office manager type. Yep. So the HR function actually kind of gets outsourced. Um, you know, I think the, the office manager helps out with stuff like, uh, the, you know, uh, simple uh, contracts and and um, and the uh, holiday schedule and that sort of thing. But um, the actual HR function, we do pay someone else for that, right? So I, I'm just thinking that this could be a perfect sort of example um, uh, for for both startups that need to have a one-stop shop, shop solution uh, for to cover their needs, but also larger organizations to literally uh, cut a lot of costs and consolidate it all, right? Yep, correct. And I think an interesting point on that as well is that uh, a lot of our, our customers and our partners are actually payroll outsourcing companies as well. And you'd imagine that... Uh, Traditionally, we would be a competition to them, right? But actually, we actually enable them to to do more because we automate their platform as well. So they use us to do their outsourcing as well, so they can drive more business. And you know, each each staff then can do more companies because it becomes easier. Wow. And also, you would be able to, for example, if your outsource company would want to use HR easily for that, and then they could put you know whatever you know, approvals or whatever level of uh, involvement that they want you or you want to be in. And, you know, both can run the payroll or you could do that yourself as well. For, I mean, for your, your company size, you definitely could do it for every month in a couple of minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can t- definitely see that. So, um, so, and then there's certain, certain of the modules that has an actual employee interface if, if needed, right? Like uh, an app yes. or something that the employee can download, like the Expensify uh, thing. Yes, correct. So what we have is we have an employee app as well. So when a business registers for HR easily, they, they, actually, um, they actually send you know, permission, uh, permission levels or invites to the employees and the employees actually get their own employee HR um, account. So they can actually log into their own account via the web or their mobile app, and they can check their pay slips anytime they want. They can apply for leave from there, or they can they can do the clock in, clock out from there. So we involve the employer and the employees as well. Mm, that's very interesting. Um, as far as uh, a customers, the customer standpoint, let's say, um, let's say you're not a HR. Uh, a third-party HR service provider. Let's say your actual startup that, or even a large organization that needs to yep. needs your solution. Um, how long? How does that? You know, how long does it take to sort of onboard, uh, get full system set up, and and basically get uh, the flywheel spinning to the point where they could actually see um, the efficiency uh, paying off? So I think uh, for the onboarding part, that's that's pretty pretty easy. So we we have bulk upload for you know, for companies that have more more staff uh, than you know you could manually enter, or let's say if you're a small team, you could manually enter that as well. So once you start, once you upload the information, which if you have the information at hand, can take anywhere from ten to fifteen minutes, and then you set your rules and regulations in terms of okay, these are the rules governing my company's HR. And then you're good to go. Then you just click run payroll right. and it's done. Huh. Sounds pretty uh, straightforward there. Um, yes. So, uh, well, Pascal, it's pretty, pretty interesting. Thanks for the overview of the, co- of the company. I think it's, uh, you're definitely, uh, Thank you. you found a good uh, niche um, because 
it's not something uh, to be honest i'll be completely honest with you i was i, I was pleasantly surprised at uh after you start you explained it to me because i wasn't sure what to expect with a uh, hr startup uh but it sounds Thanks. much more dynamic <laughs> and, and interesting uh than i initially uh saw part of it my my own ignorance because i don't know that uh that field very well but um you definitely are providing a very valuable solution. Um, you mentioned uh, you you mentioned that your 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 business has expanded into a, a number of countries now, um, probably predominantly in Southeast Asia, I believe. What what sort of uh, what are your sort of forward looking goals uh, for the company expansion plans um, that you see for the rest of the year and into twenty nineteen? Okay, so um, currently we're in Singapore, Hong Kong, Malaysia, Indonesia, Philippines, Thailand, and Cambodia. Mm-hmm. And we've just um, launched, uh, pre-launched in Vietnam, which it will have its fully localized version in January. So the next, the next direction we're looking at is in China. Ah, okay. Yes. So actually, um, the, the way we work is that each country that we go to, we have you know, quite good support from our partners. So we work with the likes of... Um, UOB Bank, um, Visa, Citibank, Mazars, mm-hmm. Nova Hong Kong, Apple. And, you know, um, our partners are very supportive. And, for example, uh, Mazars, who actually are one of our lead investors from our first round of funding. So Mazars is a global um, audit and advisory and payroll outsourcing firm. Right. And they, they're present in almost 100 countries with 300 offices uh, globally. And we work with them when we go to each country as well, because when we go to any country, we localize and become a local solution. Right. So, for example, you know, even though we started in Singapore, when we go to Hong Kong, we are a local Hong Kong solution catered, you know, specifically to the localizations of Hong Kong, you know, team on the ground in Hong Kong and, you know, serving the Hong Kong market from Hong Kong. For example, right. So we have a lot of support, um, you know, to go into China. We have a lot of customers that you know have expanded into China and want us to serve them in China. And of course, you know, um, we're a very Asian-focused company, right. and um, you know, China, China being, you know, China, you know, we we can't not go there. <laughs> well, it, it's the big fish, right? If you get it right, yes. that that'll basically yes. could make your uh, entire business. So yes, and we love a challenge. <laughs> well, you, you certainly sound like you're up for it. Um, I I have to agree with you on the. Uh, Pascal, on the localization part, which is uh, something that a lot of people, I mean, you're based here, so you know you, you're, you know the nuances of doing business in Asia. A lot of uh, Western companies are, you know, come over and they, they don't understand that every different city uh, has to be localized. Um, otherwise, it just doesn't work. There's no sort of cookie cutter thing that you can roll out. Um, and be successful and su- successfully scale across the region. It just doesn't work that way. There's just too many nuances with different countries. So, um, and would you say that uh, when you say your partners, right? And you mentioned a bunch of uh, like UOB and these large, large brands. These are the people that are actually using your your solution. Um, so, in terms of, uh, for example, the UOB Bank partnership. So, we started out with UOB Bank in Singapore, and what we did is we we came out with a with a joint sort of product where HR Easily's payroll plus their payroll features um, in terms of, you know, bulk upload and, you know, the ability to, you know, to run payroll from HR easily until it gets credited uh, from a UOB account. So we came up with, with that solution oh. and we went to market. So, for example, if you were to, to go into any UOB bank branch in Singapore, right. 
and you'd open a business banking account, you know, they, they would introduce, you know, HR easily as, you know, a value added partner oh. so that, you know, together with UOB, that would, you know, help you automate from end to end from your HR to your finance. I got it. Okay. That's a pretty good partnership then. Uh, yes. And I guess with the different ones, it's just uh, depending on the, the type of partner they are, you, you, you figure out what type of bespoke partnership that you can work out with them, right? Yes. And the thing is like, Today, it's very different from, uh, you know, the, the previous, you know, business strategies where today building a very good ecosystem of good partners is very important mm. because, you know, you, you come from different angles, but you all serve one customer, which is the, the SME or the business. So, for example, with, you know, UOB, Visa, Citibank, Mazars, we all serve the, the SMEs or the corporation. Mm. So by coming together, we collectively you know, create a great end-to-end solution for them. I got it. Would you strengthen the numbers? Yeah. <laughs> Would you say that SMEs are your largest customer base? Um, you know, if you take a look at uh, sort of large corporations, SMEs, startups, and then uh, like third-party HR solutions. Would SMEs be probably your largest consumer, uh, sorry, customer base on a percentage basis? It it started out that way where the um, the SMEs were our largest customer base, mm-hmm. but as we grew, uh, we started actually in two thousand and fifteen, uh, late two thousand and fifteen, and when we started, we we served the the SME customers, um, and we didn't have any large customers when we had just the payroll and then the leave uh, modules. Right. But as we grew, we we got customers uh, from, you know, MNCs, uh, you know, from from big uh, out payroll outsourcing firms to, you know, public listed companies uh, to larger SMEs, smaller SMEs. So it became like a mixed bag of customers, right. because a lot of bigger companies as well, they they are tired of the, the older solutions, which which actually tend to make you take everything. Uh, so you want if you want one or two solutions from the 10 that they offer, you got to take 10 right. sometimes. Or the the older solutions cost a lot of money because they had to be installed on-premise and they, they needed you know a refresher every year when, when rules and regulations changed. So with with the new you know SaaS solutions out there, they started to look at you know other ways on how they could take back control of their you know internal processes and you know solutions like ours. Uh, were one of them so we would say that now we have a good healthy mix of all types of sizes so our smallest customer is you know like a two-man team our largest is over five thousand. so you can see that's that's a bit of a a mix in terms of the customer base right okay and then so just to your point that you just said there uh if if i were a potential customer and i was talking to you guys i could basically uh select a la carte which one of the different modules that I wanted for my own uh, needs, right? Correct. Okay, got it, got it. Oh, very cool. Um, so, Pascal, thank you so much for sharing uh, your, your journey and, and telling us about your comp- uh, company. And uh, I'm excited to, to hear how your China expansion goes and, and your, your future growth. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I just have a couple questions left for you, too, actually. Um, the second to last one is, I always like to ask entrepreneurs who come on my show for just one piece of advice uh, that you could give to our audience uh, listening in um, from any part of your entrepreneurial journey, whether it's in the past or currently what you're sort of going through. Um, if you could give one piece of advice uh, based on your experiences, what would that, would that be? I think that if I would to, to choose one, it would be know your customer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. 
any elaboration or just <laughs> pretty much that? so it's, it's very it's very simple because i think uh, like from from the mistakes that i've made uh, you know the, and the wind so the losses and the wins that i've made you know uh, over the years i realized is that when you build something you know you always build towards you know an objective and you know that that can become blurry as you go along but at the end of the day you have to know your customer because you need to know who you're selling to that's right and if if you don't have that target and a target and focus uh, uh, even if you execute you might execute you know towards the wrong target yeah yeah so that's... i think that's pretty important i think uh, like the basic of knowing your customers that's true and and to a certain degree all sort of forms of business and commerce has some sort of uh, selling aspect to it. You know, I mean, even Correct. even as a uh, as a working at a hedge fund, you know, we have investors who are essentially our customers that we have to cater to. So um, I think that's good. That's good advice. Um, the last question is basically where can people find you, follow you and uh, learn a little bit more about HR easily? So the, anyone that wants to find out more can go to our website, uh, www.hreasily.com. Or, you know, on Facebook, just search HR Easily, uh, we're there, mm -hmm. or on Twitter. And uh, the easiest, I would say, is in the website. And we have our live chat over there. And then you can chat to any one of our, our consultants uh, there. And, you know, we'll, we'll help you with whatever you need. Fantastic. Well, thanks again, Pascal. Really appreciate the time. And uh, again, we wish you the best of luck. We're looking forward to hearing more about uh, your company in the, in the future. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Bye. Okay. Cheers. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All the show notes and links can be found over at jkimshow.com. Come back often and make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us next week for another exciting episode of The J. Kim Show. I'd love to hear your comments. You can find me on Twitter at jkimmer, J-A-Y-K-I-M-M-E-R. See you guys next week. This podcast is brought to you by Hack Your Fitness, the high achiever's guide to getting ripped in under three hours a week. If you're anything like me, you're probably working a full-time job or jobs and trying to find time to balance family life, social life, and last but not least, fitness. Look, I get it. I'm a full-time investor and entrepreneur myself and father of two. So how am I able to stay fit year-round without spending hours and hours in the gym killing myself on the cardio machine? After struggling for the last 15 years trying every workout and diet under the sun, I finally designed a system that allows me to achieve and maintain single-digit body fat for life in under 3 hours a week. Cardio not required. Head on over to hackyour.fitness and download my free 13-page guide that teaches you the simple science behind efficient fitness and smart nutrition and gives you everything you need to know to finally take control of your life. That's hackyour.fitness.